1: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool
0: out of the cup and Northampton three! To yes! Get yes! the...
1: Hello, I'm Charles Collins and welcome to Memory Lane. This is a new series from It's All Cobblers to Me, where you're hearing from the Northampton fans about your memories of following the Cobblers. This time, I'm speaking to the creator of a popular YouTube channel all about Northampton town called Cobblers Vlogs. So let's start this episode by finding out where Matt Salmons wants to take us on his trip down memory lane.
0: Hi, I'm Matt Salmons and I'm going to be talking about a player that I was very close to and that means a lot to me um, over the last few years, uh, David Buchanan.
1: Brilliant. It's great to have you here, Matt. Thanks very much for joining us. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad,
0: mate. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Good stuff. So obviously you are the, the the main man on Cobbler's Vlogs. I know you've uh, you've managed to reel willing to help you out this season as well, but how, how's that going for you? All right?
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, we're really enjoying it. We obviously used to do, um, I used to do it by myself, um, doing like videos inside the stadium, capturing the atmosphere and stuff like that. But um, a couple of uh, copyright stuff with the club and we've had to sort of rethink it over the last year and now we're sort of doing content about games previews reviewing the games and just other content around the cobblers really and obviously I've got a lot we well me and Will both have a lot of work on on our hands so um we sort of split it between each other and he's uh he's been a really good help so yeah we're really enjoying it it's still going along and um we're both aspiring journalists as well so it's a good thing to have on your cv as well
1: certainly it's brilliant so today you want to be talking about david buchanan obviously a player that played for us for for quite a long time. What is it about Bukes that has just made you want to talk about him so much?
0: Um, I think it's his personality mainly and his loyalty to the club. Obviously, he was with us for four or five years. I think he may have even been six. He was probably the player that I've met the most in my lifetime. Um, I've kept in contact with him on social media as well. I speak to him um, every so often, just, you know, asking each other how how we are and just keeping up with each other. And he's someone that's... uh, meant a lot to me and helped me through a lot. And he's obviously promoted the um, YouTube as well, which has been uh, really useful to me as well, getting new followers and, um, you know, exposure on uh, on the, on media websites and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so, so tell us about what your thoughts are when he first signed. What were your initial sort of reaction to the new left-back that came to town?
0: Um, probably just another one of those, you know, average left-backs that's just you know, mostly two left backs, never really anything special. They're just sort of there. They do the job. Um, You know, they're always a seven out of 10, which, you know, Bukes always was a seven out of 10, you know. So yeah, just a consistent solid left back um, that was going to keep us in the league, which is what we were aiming to do at the time under Chris Wilder, obviously all the financial trouble. And then he was part of that team that went on to do something very, very special, Um, you know, 99 points, whatever it was, and go straight up. It was, um, he was one of the leaders and, one of the talisman in that team as well.
1: Yeah, he, he certainly was. And I mean, of course, he, he then also became well, vice-captain uh, of the team as well um, later on in his spell with us. I mean, he was the, the epitome of the football club for many fans um, over the time that he was there. How much do you put that down to just the fact that he stayed for so many years? I mean, don't forget that that there were also players like John Joe O'Toole and Sam Hoskins, who who both have been at the club for the same amount of time, if not slightly longer than Bukes. But neither of those had the same kind of affinity, I don't think, with the fans. There was something about Bukes, wasn't there, that just sort of, I don't know, he was almost Mr. Northampton Town at one point.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, every so often you see the club tweeting out about being in the community or being in a school or something like that, and... uh, he was always in those photos. He was always there. Um, I think he had so much time for the fans as well. You, it's rare that someone, you know, would, would have tagged him in a tweet or something like that and that he wouldn't have replied. So he just, you know, he loved the fans. He loved everything about the club. I think he loved um, Northampton as a place, which i um, not really sure how you can love Northampton as a place, but, you know, he loved it. He loved the club. Um and yeah, he had a lot of time for the fans. He had a lot of time for me. I was on the um, cobbler show uh, on the on the BBC last year, which you guys are on as well. And um, I asked him, you know, if he if he didn't mind doing a little having a little chat for the YouTube channel. And he was, you know, more than up for it. And I thought it was going to be a sort of you know five six minute thing, um, and it ended up being a ten minute video. Um, and you know, he went, really went into detail. In you could tell that he he wanted to do it. It wasn't just oh, this kid's asked me to do a, to do an interview with him. I'll just do it because, you know, I just, I can. Um, you know, he wanted to be there. He wanted to to do it. And he, he just loved everything about the club.
1: It's not often that you get a player like that, is it? Um, a lot of the time, especially these days as well, um, you know, modern football and all that players are rightfully so that you know it's it's just their job at the end of the day they don't have to do anything more than what they're asked to by their contract essentially um Bukes definitely went the extra mile didn't he and it it, it's definitely something that we should look back on with his time at the club uh and, and and remember him fondly I think
0: yeah definitely he was um probably one of the first cobbler's players that I met that I can remember as well um the first time I met him was in at the end of that 2015-16 season in Exeter on the pitch. We all, you know, invaded the pitch, obviously, when we found out that whoever it was, Luton, had lost or whatever it was. Um, and yeah, he was the first player I met, you know, he was taking photos of everyone and uh, he was right in front of me. I, I remember with that inflatable champagne bottle, just, you know, playing with it, throwing it about, just, you know, absolutely loving life. And he was just a hero for the club. And I think... I'd probably consider it, even though he wasn't, you know, every, every Cobblers fan will admit and at the end of last season, he wasn't the best left back in the world or the best left back that's ever played at the club. But what he was is probably one of the best community players we've had at the club and one of the people that had the most amount of time for the fans Um and yeah, he was just a true hero.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he made 162 appearances uh, for the Cobblers uh, in his four-year spell with the club, um, scoring one goal. Now, Matt, were you there at Rochdale that night when he scored? No,
0: it was a Tuesday night, wasn't it? Um, but it was uh, it was a classic Tim Ogle thought moment, wasn't it? When he scored, you know, one of his uh, one of the times where he, you know gets really overexcited about it, and I remember the celebration. He had no idea what to do. I think he just sort of ran all over the place didn't he and then just sort of eventually I think all the players just crowded on him didn't they um, but yeah I remember that goal it was a good finish as well wasn't it it was like a driven driven shot into the bottom corner as well so you know he could have had a few more he, you know, he had chances to score more goals he obviously he was a left back so he wasn't going to be a goal scorer but yeah it was a memorable goal because I think we were 2-0 down as well weren't we um, in that game and we came back to draw 2 all. and then obviously for him to score that goal was a uh, a great night for for everyone involved
1: it certainly was. Uh, you talk about his celebration. He did about twenty in one go, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I
0: think so. Yeah, I think he just saw. Yeah, he just ran all over the place, flapping his arms about, it, didn't he? And then eventually, everyone just sort of piled on top of him, and then we all got up and celebrated a ninetieth minute equaliser.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, it, fabulous, fabulous memories of actually seeing seeing him score. Um, and then I, I don't know where where you were you at Oldham at the last day of the season uh, last year.
0: Yes, he was in the stands, wasn't he?
1: He was, yeah. I mean, how how did that make you feel? Because obviously it, it did feel a bit like that was maybe the end of, of Bukes' time at the Cobblers. Um, you know, Keith Curl had come in back in October last year and it was just a... He, he left such a mark, didn't he, on the football club, Bukes, I mean. And and maybe it was that 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 part of him that Curl decided he couldn't have at the club anymore. I mean, what was your take on the reason why Bukes left? Was it just a case of time to move on?
0: Yeah, I think it was a bit of both. Obviously, we're obviously now playing with three at the back, aren't we? So, obviously, we're not playing with left-backs and he wasn't really a wing-back that sort of suits the style that we're playing in. So, I wouldn't say it was ability. It was more, I don't think he would would fit into our team at the minute. I don't think he'd, he would do anything better than what Adams is doing Um sort of in that wing-back position. But yeah, I remember at Oldham, he was was there on that last day, wasn't he? He was joining in with the chance and uh, just just getting involved with it. But like you guys said on your podcast, 20 Left, there's no, there isn't really a sort of room for sentiment in football. You said that about John Joe as well. Um, And I think, yeah, it probably was time for him to move on. But I think he's now playing in a team where he's happy at Chesterfield, isn't he? He's starting every week. I know he was injured for a, a, a part of the season. But He's happy at Chesterfield now and, you know, he's someone that we'll never forget. I just don't think, I don't think Cole doesn't like him personally because I, I think he's too much of a likable person, a likable character. Um, I think it would be a big miss in the dressing room, even though we've got leaders in now, you know, Chris Lines, McCall, Matt Good. you know, they're all, there's a lot of big personalities and he would have just been another one in there. But I think the main reason he moved on was, yeah, I don't think he, he would have fitted into the system that we play in at the minute with the 3-5-2 and he, I don't see him as an attacking wing back I just see him as sort of as a solid you know left back that will do the job for you I think he could stay in League 2 if he wanted he could have stayed in League 2 if he wanted to but obviously Chesterfield's where he chose to go it's obviously up north closer to where he lives as well but yeah I think simply because he wasn't going to fit in 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 what Keith Kerr was trying to build on this upward curve and all that sort of stuff that he goes on about that's, that's probably the main reason that he, his time was up I think
1: Now, obviously, we can't talk about David Buchanan without mentioning the fact that he did play in over 100 consecutive games in the Claret and White. An absolutely tremendous achievement, not just in the modern game, but I think... In football, regardless, Um, we we see a lot of players these days, they come in for a season, maybe two at most, before they then move on, Um, especially up at the top sort of level where players are are basically, every club is just a stepping stone until they reach a a Liverpool or a Manchester United or a Real Madrid or something like that. Um, I mean, it's incredible to see any player, not just to get picked every single week um, by Several managers in the end, uh, here at Northampton, but to also remain injury free and then, of course, suspension free, it's just unheard of,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it's rare that you see any player, even at the top level, you don't see you know, Liverpool players, you know, M- Mane, Firmino, Salah, you don't see them three play, you know, 100 games in a row, um. But yeah, for him to keep that fit for that long as well, you know, his disciplinary record was good, like you said, you know, no, no um, sending offs or, or yellows in that period. It's, it's an unbelievable achievement really. And I think if you went back in time or if you look now, I don't think there's many players that get anywhere near sort of, you know, a hundred starts in a row or appearances or whatever it was. I think it was starts, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, it was starts. Yes.
0: Yeah. So you don't see many players, you know, getting a hundred starts in a row. You don't see many getting, you know, even in our team now, you don't see them getting five starts in a row. So it's an unbelievable achievement. And obviously, like I said earlier, he's a seven out of 10 in every game, you know, at least. And that's why, you know, he earned his place in the team every week. You can imagine the way he conducts himself on the pitch. You can imagine how he was around the training ground as well, you know, hardworking, committed, dedicated, a leader as well. So obviously, that's another reason, you know, him being a leader, that he would have helped him for, you know, getting to that 100 appearance mark as well.
1: So what's your overriding memory of, of David Buchanan, Matt? Let, let's end it on a on a huge positive. If he was right here right now, what would you say to him? Thank you, I guess, um,
0: you know, all for, for, you know, everything that he's done. He's given up so much time to me in particular, especially with that, um, you know, the interview he did for the channel. Um, I remember one time last season, um, some of my mates were going to come up to a game and obviously they're not season ticket holders. So I had to go into the club shop and grab them some tickets um, and him and David Cornell walked through. And, you know, he came up to me and said, you're right, Matt, and recognised me. I, I, you know, I couldn't believe it. So, yeah, that, he, just someone that meant a lot to me and recognised me. And obviously, I would say my probably my biggest memory for him would be when he came, and, uh, came on my channel and, you know, gave up a good you know, 10, 15 minutes after the show. Um, that we were on to you know speak to me that meant meant so much to me as well considering you know he was one of my heroes and a professional footballer speaking to you for your own channel for your content is something that I'll never forget and something that really does you know mean a lot to me.
1: Thanks to Matt Salmons there you can check out that interview he did with David Buchanan over on the YouTube channel Cobbler's Vlogs there'll be a link to it in the show notes but that's it for this week's episode of memory lane there's more to come as well as our normal weekly podcast every single tuesday don't Mm. miss out subscribe now in your podcast player To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>